when we speak of transgressors, we are speaking of any unwanted person, circumstance, or event. Really, the stream says anything that you cannot look upon in full appreciation is a transgressor. Yeah. Varying degrees, for sure, but a transgressor nonetheless. And if you've got transgressor energy, that is always the root of your abundance blocks. Always. Holly Lou, Taya Bootcamp graduate, Taya mentor, and longtime spiritual practitioner, Holly Lou. <laughs> And we're going to talk about a few things today, but, but one of the topics we're going to get into is the fear of fear and the magic of opening Pandora's box. Mm. And how brutal it can be also. <laughs> Beautifully brutal, right? Yeah, brutal, but, but amazing and profound because all the gifts are on the other side of that stuff that you never wanted to look at. Um, That's true. Yeah. Very true. That's that's. Go ahead. It takes a lot of courage, and I think I spent my entire life doing everything to run away from that, and doing everything but look at that. Um, yeah, even after I graduated boot camp, which is you know it's not entire boot camp's fault; it was my own doing. <laughs> I basically took all of Tyre's teachings and utilized it in a completely resistant way after I left boot camp. Completely yeah. unconscious. In it, like I was completely unconscious that I was doing that. Um, but that's essentially what I did and I can see that now. And it wasn't even just tire that I used in that way. It was the work of all spiritual teachings. It was like Dr. Joe's work, meditation, everything, like even going for a walk, I would do in order to get away from something, in order to feel better, in order to move up the spiral, in order to um, escape what, what what I was actually in. Um, That's, and I'm glad that you pointed all that out, that it's <laughs> a spiritual escapism mm. uh, or bypassing, as a lot yeah, of people call it. I bypass you know, Love like, and light, you... love and light. We're just about love and light. And that's all, you know, just get happy and be in love and light all the time. And yeah. It's funny because when you, you came into boot camp very early on, you were one of the first I was like through. I was a your guinea pig. I was <laughs> yeah, you were definitely was, one of the first. And I was reflecting on that the other day that I paid you to like be your guinea pig. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but you got a lot out of it and you're still in the community. I did, I did. And but it I, was, well, uh, yeah. the the well, everybody did. We were just joking. The first two people that enrolled in Taya boot camp, it didn't even exist. Mm. But I told them that. I said, I'm teaching a course. I don't know what it is, but if you want to join, <laughs> pay me thousands of dollars and come in. And they did. And, and it transformed them is the good news because we knew what we wanted to teach. We, we knew mm. what the principles were, but we needed the students to create the course. And I know that sounds crazy, but that really has worked very well. And I think that's why Taya Bootcamp has been so successful because it wasn't created by some pie in the sky idea of how this is supposed to be taught and learned. It was created in no. response to the vibration of the students. Yeah. Which is beautiful, which is how all creation happens. You know, we dreamed you up and then you stepped up and, and said, ah. <laughs> I didn't even exist. I came out of a pod. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the cool thing about it is, is that, it, it continues to, Taya is a, is a living, breathing, expanding thing as we all are. Mm -hmm. And it 
it started out as it was hatched as, as abundance breakthroughs. And abundance breakthroughs was very much about bypassing, really. Abundance breakthroughs was how to get up your spiral, how to get up your spiral, get up your spiral. <laughs> and that was sort of the early version of it. And then we we went so deep into transgressor work. Those of you that listen to this, this podcast all the time, you hear us talking about transgressor work, which means opening Pandora's box and mm. diving right into it and going into the darkness, what a lot of you call shadow work. That, that is what it, it is. It has evolved into that. And in that evolution, everyone that has ever come through is part of that evolution. So you, you go into Thai boot camp and you take it, but it's not about getting in and taking it and graduating and being done. It's no. a living, breathing practice that we're all continuing to co-create at every step including the people that have not yet been through boot camp or maybe never will go through boot camp. You know, we talk yeah. about Taya all the time. And I want to be really clear that we're talking about the whole community from the people that are just learning about what this is to the people that have gone through boot camp and are, now are getting out and applying it in their lives to people that are coaching it and teaching it and mentoring and doing all that stuff. That's there's all these different levels, but it's this practice that just continues expanding. But I think the most significant expansion of the practice is going so deep into yeah. that dark stuff that nobody wants to go into. No, and with good reason. It's not fun. It's like, <laughs> it's not yeah. fun, but it's so it's so damn transformative. It is amazing because yeah, when when you actually do go into the fire and you and you sit in the fire, what you discover is that it it doesn't burn you and that you can literally walk through it you found out that you're fireproof right i'm fireproof <laughs> absolutely we actually all are because nothing false to us false like that nothing that is not of light can survive the light of consciousness and and when you actually sit in the when you actually go into the shadow you, that's what you discover because it's our true nature but it's not yeah, well, that's that source, right? So, source is not judgmental. And when we say source isn't judgmental, people think that that means, oh, that's so nice. Love and light. Source is good. Source isn't judging me for gaining, you know, 40 pounds during COVID, you know, <laughs> whatever it is. It's beyond that. Yeah. Source isn't judging any of it, meaning None source isn't it. judging the mass murderers of the world and, you know, trying to wrap your head around that. Um, you know, the, the, there is magic in wrapping your mind around that, but then you've got to turn and, and apply that level of non-judgment to yourself. your own life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is, that's where the true work is. That's where, you know, I used to think, you know, so many spiritual teachers say, oh, it's all about unconditional love, loving yourself. And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> but um, it, it actually is that's the work seeing it all holding it all with unconditional love everything all of it yourself yeah. yourself and then then your transgressors too which is a, a big part of the boot camp experience of taya practice in general is applying that zoomed out perspective that source perspective hmm. and when i say zoom out we, we we use the term zoom out if you haven't heard this before we use the term zoom out to describe the perspective of source that is in all of us but we have been taught by humanity's very limited fear-based teachings that we're supposed to judge. 
that we're supposed yeah. to look a certain way and be a certain way and act a certain way and have a certain kind of life. And that's what it's supposed to be. And if it's not that, we're supposed to judge ourselves against that. And it, it, it controls our behavior, but ultimately it really messes us all up vibrationally because it creates our limiting beliefs and our self-loathing, lack of worthiness, all of that stuff that we're encumbered by. But looking at it from a zoomed out perspective, you also see the perfection of all that. Yeah. Humanity's limitations and all of these constraints that we place on ourselves, you see how that's created expansion for humanity. All the bad stuff has a purpose. That's why Source says none of it's bad to them. The stream says over and over again that there is no such thing as negative in their opinion and you know their their point of view, because all the things that we consider negative, we have been a taught that they're negative, so we, that's why we yeah. consider them that way. And B, we're not paying attention to the fact that all of our obstacles and negative things, first of all, they're just human things; they're not eternal, and they inspire new creation, which is our mm-hmm. purpose of coming to physical in the first place: is that expansion that is created via new creation. And we wouldn't be creating new if we were sitting around wanting for nothing all day. No, we think we do. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to add in there that um, like what I discovered was that once I was able to hold myself in unconditional love, being able to hold other people and all my transgressors in unconditional love was actually a byproduct. So you kind of have to do it the other way around. People think that you have to try to see your transgressors and all the negative stuff in unconditional love first and then you can fix yourself but it's not it's like you do it with yourself and then the rest is actually just a byproduct mm-hmm. yeah that's a really good point that's a really good point because you can't you can't authentically apply that to yourself mm-hmm. and not then in turn apply that to everyone including your transgressors including the people that have quote unquote wronged you in your life and, and yeah. people that aren't ready for this level of thought. And then that's not a judgment. It's just a, a path The the argument is always, well, I could never forgive X, Y, Z, or I could mm-hmm. even, we, we speak of radical. We don't even talk about, we, we use the term forgiveness because it's a buzzword that people like, but really what we're drawing you in with that idea of forgiveness and then saying, Oh, by the way, by forgiveness, we mean radical appreciation. And those are two different things. Forgiveness is you did something wrong to me and I'm going to choose to get over it and let you off the hook, at least until I'm angry at you again. That's what forgiveness is. Radical appreciation is I'm going to find deep appreciation for what transpired and your role in it and my role in it, Hmm. even things from childhood. And that's where we get so tripped up as we start thinking, well, I would have never attracted XYZ in childhood. Well, we all know that we attract positive and negative via vibrational flow naturally. It's not because we want something, but that idea of appreciating the abuser mm. from childhood, that that sort of thing, that's very foreign to humanity at this point. But yeah. people that we work with and go into that deep appreciation, that radical appreciation, even before we necessarily fully understand how it transpired, it's so, again, it's so healing and so transformative. Yeah. That's the the thing I really want to talk about. Yeah. So for me, I was really chipped up. Like I could get there intellectually for a long time. Like I could, I could go, yep, I can see how, yeah, I could intellectualize it and I could see on a mental level, yep, how they served me, but I didn't get it on an embodied physiological, like 
in every cell in my body level until I actually completely this sounds kind of really backwards but this is how I did it <laughs> until I complete like I couldn't heal until I completely let myself fall apart like completely and yeah that does that make sense yeah yeah, well, you know, one of the things we uh, now that I'm not the only one coaching boot camp anymore, we have other coaches in boot camp. One of the things we look for is that unraveling. Mm. We look for the unraveling, and we know if people jump in and they dive into it and they have this sort of unraveling experience, that as long as they don't, you know, drift away and as long as they stay in boot camp, and most people do, mm. then they're going to have a magical transformation. And if they don't, then we're going to have to work with them some more to get them there, but they have to get themselves there. But we're not going to shove them off the cliff. They, you know, that doesn't work either. Uh, but if you're in, if you're, if you're getting in and you're digging into the transgressors and you're doing the work, you're going to have that. Yeah. You're just going to, and it's, and it's we figured out how to, how to make that happen. But making that happen is the thing that brings about this massive transformation. But people have to be ready for it. I think. Cause yeah, like, because, you know, during boot camp, I did go deep, but I didn't go as deep as, you know, say three years after boot camp. But it wasn't boot camp's fault. It was just I wasn't ready. And yeah. I think everybody has to, you know, follow what's right for them. And, and yeah, the teacher will come with the cliff. Yeah, so <laughs> the the... If you're listening to this and you're not really, if it's not computing, like how in the world can going deep and, and appreciating, you understand forgiveness and you understand taking that off of your heart and mind, this, this grudge that you may have about something in your life. And when we speak of transgressors, we are speaking of any unwanted person, circumstance or event. Really, the stream says anything that you cannot look upon in full appreciation is a transgressor. Yeah varying degrees for sure, but a transgressor nonetheless. And if you've got transgressor energy, that is always the root of your abundance blocks, always. So healing that stuff tears down that wall of abundance blocks. So you want to know what the practical uh, reason is to go into Pandora, open Pandora's box, dive deep into your darkness and, and start this healing work. The purpose is because that does tear down your abundance blocks. If you have a block, an abundance block around love, you know, relationships, health, wealth, success, self-appreciation, whatever it is, all of that stuff is rooted in that darkness. Yeah. Um, what is this? Does the stream have anything to say about um, using the body, like our actual physical body to transmute? and alchemize. Yes. In fact, I'm going to take a break. This is a perfect time to do that. Let's take a break and let's bring the stream in and you can ask them about it. Yeah, I'd like to do that actually. Cool. We'll be right back with the stream and Holly. <laughs> we are here. Hey, thanks for coming. <laughs> um, I just have a question for you. So um, what I've seen and what I've discovered is through my own work is that there is a massive fear of fear. And by fear, I mean like every negative emotion um, um, in the human collective. And I like to know what you, 
your thoughts on that. And, and what I've also discovered is that my body is an alchemizing machine and that it has the ability to clear and dissolve and transmute any distortion um, if I simply just feel it and allow it to move completely through me. What do you, can you speak about that for us? We will start with the fear of fear. The, 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 idea, of, the idea of fear and judgment is, is an egocentric creation born of your contrasting earth environment. And it, it, it is all things vibrational. The, the vibration of it is amped up via the collective consciousness of humanity. So the, the separation or the use of fear to separate you all from your natural source connection, your natural abundance is something that is, we, we have spoken many times, the fact that this has been used very widely uh, across your planet, across all societies, unrelated societies that, that had no access to one another, all utilizing fear on different levels as the collective consciousness expansion of humanity, moving into that, that, that contrasting experience of expansion in, 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 in of that fear being utilized to control your behavior. But that controlled behavior also contributed to your creation of what you would now call societies, communities. Think about how much your human communities are such an advancement, if not a mutation of the other beings on your planet. And the, the contrast of that is the positive is you have learned to communicate verbally. You have learned to travel you have learned to, to build structures for yourselves for shelter. You have learned to, to move somewhat out of the food chain, almost completely out of the food chain. And learning these things is, 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 is a product of the fact that in your polarized environment, you all allowed yourselves to, to communize and, and, and commune and, and, and become via control more intelligent. Because you, you, you did have that control and you did have those structures and that family unit that was created and, and, and this hierarchy of, of the alpha leader and then everything that was below that and warriors and things of this nature. All of that structure, think of how much fear is woven into all of that structure. Mm, massive. And, and, and that fear is pervasive across all of humanity at this time that you are perceiving on your planet. And you are all coming through that period uh, of society building, of social engineering, and understanding more than ever across humanity, your abundant nature. The fact that you do not need to have so much control anymore. You have created so much comfort and so much technology that you must then move on to find other ways to disrupt that for your contrast. And part of that disruption is the moving away from the fear-based teachings. We have said over and over again, this is why your religions are faltering. This is why your governments are coming under question. Your borders are coming under question. Your police forces are coming under question. We are not guiding you to release those things or abolish those things at all, but you are all questioning them. And in your questioning of them, you're seeing the fractures in these institutions. 
because you're moving away from the need for that level of control. And the need for control via these institutions is rooted in fear in the first place. So as you mm -hmm. continually detune fear, you're going to see more and more and more beings going through what you might call an awakening process. But that awakening process is always going to be moving away from polarization, moving away from needing to, to have an opinion or pick a side or be right, because that is all egocentric, lower vibrational thinking anyway. Mm. So when you're moving out of that period, as you are, you, you are going to see some moving up in vibration, becoming more abundant, more free, more awake, if you will. And you will see others who are, are doing exactly the opposite because you're in a polarized environment, doubling down on this division. This is why your politics are becoming more volatile because you, you, you have the need for the security of being in a tribe that is the right tribe. And your rightness automatically means that you've got to focus on the wrongness of the other. Yeah. So all of that is the origin of the fear of fear because fear has been used to control and you, you are collectively detuning the fear of fear, not all at the same rate, but mm -hmm. many, many more of you are moving into teaching such as this and understanding the true value in detuning the fear of fear. And th that will segue into your, your next question about the fact that your, your human body your physical vehicle that was created via technology, via eternal technology, if you will, to come and allow your consciousness to experience the earth environment on a temporary basis, mm. coming and having an experience as a, as a being on planet earth and moving through a life experience from conception to, to what you would call death or departure or crossing over to your completed state that experience, regardless of what it looks like, has expansive value for you. And the expansive value is in, the you, in your absorption of the earth environment and the filtration of that environment through your physical vehicle. You are using your physical vehicle to experience, thus absorb your environment. The sights, the sounds, the smells, the tastes, the experiences, the emotions, all of it. And when you are detuning fear systematically and detuning judgment along with that, the two tend to go hand in hand and allowing your vibration to raise higher and higher and higher and higher, you find that your filtration system becomes more efficient. Hmm. So you were speaking of the alchemy of your physical vehicle. That is it exactly. You, you are becoming a more efficient filter in your releasing of fear and judgment, and thus the release of what you might call stress and anxiety, understanding that even your doctors, your scientists are understanding that stress and anxiety tend to, to, to clog up that filtration system and allows your body to hold on to, to toxins that it is very well designed to filter out. The, the things that you absorb, that you hold on to, that make you sick, that make you feel less than joyful physically and emotionally, and the things that you hold on to that you hearken back to that create these pain points for you over and over and over again in the form of your recurring memories, which create your subconscious train of thought, 
all of that holding on to the negative things, the toxicity of your environment, that is a choice. That is learned behavior. And that is good news for all of you that are hearing our words, because that learned behavior can quickly change. You can learn to release these things, to allow that toxicity to move through you. You do not have to fear the toxins. They're in your environment. They're everywhere. Anything that you judge as a toxin is a toxin for you. <laughs> it is. And you have the ability, anything in your environment, because you are of the earth environment, anything that you consume experience in the earth environment, you do possess the ability to, to, to filter that, to absorb it, to experience it, and to release it. So your you bodies are filtration systems. Are you saying that's amazing? That's awesome. That's what I've discovered also. But are you saying that it it naturally just filters out everything that is not in alignment with our highest self? Indeed. Indeed. Okay. Yeah. You, you, your environment can 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 feed you and can kill you and is designed to do both mm. ultimately. But that journey is your unique path, your unique journey that is really rooted in your reaction to your environment. Mm. Think of how many things you created in your path that were rooted in your reaction to your path. Yeah. The twists and turns. That is what makes your lives rich, however. Yes. Giving you this information and telling you that your filtration systems is not to guide you to, to only absorb the positive. In, in fact, many of you find teaching such as this, and for a while, you, you have perhaps consumed a steady diet of negative and choose to get off of that diet of negative and begin consuming a diet of what you would call positive. And, yeah. and we understand that sentiment. However, that needing to only consume what is positive is also rooted in the fear of fear. The yeah. fear of the negative. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it is, a, it is a, consider it sort of a transition period where you are watching your consumption because you, you, are, you are retraining yourselves how to filter on a higher level. So certainly if you are consuming, we will use the example of your foods. If you are consuming junk food and your body is a reflection in the way that it looks and feels of uh, the consumption of junk food, then you would do well to take yourselves off of that diet and consume yeah. something that is that was what you would consider healthier. However, that can become such an obsession that you come to understand that there is nothing perfect in your environment. Right. But what I've discovered, what I, sorry, I just butted in the stream. <laughs> what I've discovered though, is that once I, once I learned that I could, once I came to the remembrance that I could filter I was no longer afraid of the negative because it was like, oh, well, I can, that, and that's when I began to see everything as a gift because I realized every time I filtered something, there was a gift on the other side. Indeed. And, and you possess because, the ability to, to consume and filter anything. Yeah. And because of that, now I'm able to allow the negative in my life, which is amazing, which is, yeah. When you are no longer fearing the negative, you are no longer focused upon it and you find yourselves, and this is part of the magic of the, the, the practice that we have delivered as you are well aware, 
when you are no longer fearing it, you're no longer focused upon it, you are actually experiencing less of it because you're no longer fearing it. And then when things do cross your paths that you might consider unwanted, and you're, you're all discerners of preference, you're not going to escape that, those things become opportunities for expansion. You have the obstacle that pops up and you're able to meet and enjoy. And in your meeting and enjoy, automatically raise your vibration, your appreciation of your obstacle, and understand that all of the solution, the solutions to everything, are always offered in high vibration, above neutral. And when you get yourselves up there, you can solve anything and everything that, that you encounter, always. Yeah. So this is not about never having a negative thing cross your paths again or an unwanted thing. You, there is not one human being that is having that life experience. Even if you believe that's true, if you're looking at their social media feed and believing that their lives are the perfection that they're reflecting to you, you, you do not know that. It is our promise to you, they are not. In fact, the ones that are trying to, to market themselves with such precision as to put out this perfect image are very often the ones that are suffering the most. Yeah. That's why I changed my name from Holly Sparkles back to Holly Lou. <laughs> yeah. You, you do not have to call yourself sparkles when you sparkle naturally. And, and those who are aware, pick up on that. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, allow them to, to encounter you as Harley Spark, Holly Sparkles without having to, to, to read that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any it and demonstrating it is so much more satisfying than saying it yeah and more powerful indeed yeah <laughs> do you have so anything the, else for us Strange? the alchemy that you speak of the, the that that magical energetic shift that yes. that, that shifts you chemically is available to to all of you in this i work. can actually feel like the sensations, like I can feel it clearing out of my body. You, you yeah. are all energetic beings. Mm. You are all energetic beings. You, 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 you are energy. And when you shut all of that down and, and start really being just in your body and ignoring the whole energetic part, it, 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 it is, is like ignoring how liquefied you are. <laughs> this, is, this is how how connected to the earth environment and the, and the, the cycles of the planets and things of this nature that you truly are. And that creates your vibrational flow. And your vibrational flow is going to create this mix of experiences for you, your preferences and things that are not your preference, your obstacles. That's part of your reality. And the sooner you step into appreciation of the obstacles and understand that the fearing of the obstacles, the fearing of the the life changes, the fearing of the journey, all of that is learned and you can mm -hmm. unlearn it. You, even if you've spent a lifetime learning it and absorbing it and believing it, those beliefs can be changed so quickly. You all possess the ability to do that and stepping into the darkness fearlessly and facing it and finding appreciation for it is, is, is the key to doing that. We do not necessarily recommend that you, you go after the, 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 the biggest thing first. No, I find yourself that you can do that. I don't reckon you even have to go after it because would you say that, I mean, life just dishes it up for you? It hands it to you, it will present it to you. <laughs> the, 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 the thing that we guide all of you to is, is, is to doing a little work 
on your mindset around these things and, and understand that it's the, the mindset shift. And then in the mindset shift, doing a little bit of the work for practice of detuning and then understand that life is going to present things for you to detune for the remainder of your physical experience. Yeah. And there's no need to try to rush and detune all of it because none of you are racing to perfection. In fact, that would not be a very satisfying way for you to operate, to try to detune everything to, to reach some state of perfection that you're not capable of in this environment. No. No. Um, yeah, I just trust that whatever is dished up to me is the thing that's ready to be detuned. Now. Your, your vibrational flow will ensure that. Yeah. <laughs> vibrational flow ensures that your vibration is going to dip down from time to time. And that when that vibrational dip, your obstacles are going to present themselves. You're going to manifest unwanted things. The cracks in the foundation of all of your creations are going to show up. And that presents an opportunity for you to create an even bigger, better, if you will, more perfect version of. That is expansion. And it never ends. And, and not one of you want that expansion to end. You're all expansive, eternal beings. You are, you are coming into these physical environments endlessly. There, there is no such thing as the human being that is, that is so advanced that they are all done. That is a very egocentric thing to think and say. That, that you are so advanced in your spiritual connection that you're all done with being a person or a physical being. And that you're just going to be one with source. Think of how ego-centered that statement is and how the, 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 the experience of being in non-physical, your eternal state of being, the perfection of all of that from your human perspective might seem like a lovely way to be, but the expansion is not offered there. That is a pure, positive, expansive experience but it's only expansive because you are coming to physical and you are doing expansive work in your physical expressions. And also understand that you are not operating in linear time. Everything that has ever happened to your being and everything that's ever going to happen to your being eternally mm -hmm. is, is occurring all at once. This expression that you're in, 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 a, in, in this case, a, a human physical vehicle, you are perceiving in linear so that you can have the experience of it. But it's not linear. It's only perceived that way. So when, when you start thinking and speaking of being done with your physical experiences, as if you go and come and go and come and go and come, we understand that you are, you are seeing yourselves as an independent strand of consciousness in this environment. And it, it, it helps you rationalize to think that way. But that's mm -hmm. not truly how it is. So when you hear one say that they're never coming back, and never going to be physical again, or do not need to be, they are placing themselves on this pedestal of perfection that in their very judgment of that are showing that they are not ready for any type of existence such as that, because no being is. We expand via our expression and physical via you. That is our expansion. So, so when one asks us if we have been or will be or are physical, the, the answer is yes to all of those because we flow through all creation. We are energetic beings indeed, but this physical version of creation is an endless expression of that which we are. And you are all part of that.
maybe a hard question to answer, but what's the point of all of that? Like all this expansion? <laughs> the, the, the point of expansion is hard to wrap your mind around from your human perspective. But if you think of, of, of energy as, as being something that does not expand, Hmm. then it's, it's hard to imagine that. But the thing is, is that energy does expand. It becomes more sophisticated. And its increasing sophistication continues to live and grow and be. And if the, there is not expansion going on, then the energy would actually contract. And your scientists believe hmm. otherwise, but they are viewing it through the human lens and they, they, are, they are not understanding that the energy that they are observing of the universe is always expanding. Mm. But as soon as it expands, your awareness of it expands with it. Yeah. So it does not seem like it's expanding. You're catching up to it all the time. Well, what's the point? The point is just that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just being a human. It is okay that you are a human. You very much chose to come and have a human experience and view everything through a human lens. Very much. And and when when you are doing that, there is going to be a limitation in your comprehension of the energetic realm because you did not intend to come and have all of that eternal wisdom in this. this in, in fact, you are not capable of beginning to comprehend that in your human form. No. That is why you don't have much recollection, if any, of anything beyond your physical world. You may have some inklings of some other experiences or lifetimes, and certainly in your twilight state or even your dream state, you're experiencing things that you understand are energetic things that you do not comprehend from a human perspective. So you're seeing glimpses of the energetic realm. Yeah. And you understand I how magical that can be to you. I saw it and it completely freaked me out in my, I think I spoke to you about this, but anyway, this is another story. When I had my drug induced psychosis, when I was like 20 or whatever it was, and I saw the entire, or not the entire surely, but the energetic realm and it was really freaky. <laughs> But and those of you that choose know. to have those experiences can can bring back a lot of fear from those experiences. That does not have to be. No. Well, you helped me detune it actually. The the you detuning did. of it is 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 quite simple because there's nothing for you to fear in the energetic realm. You're of the energetic realm. Understanding mm -hmm. that there are things that you can catch glimpses of that you do not fully understand, but that does not mean there's anything in there to fear. But of course, when you're a 20-year-old and, and you are taking a substance that you have not encountered before, you very likely are, are, are going to be freaked out by it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fear that I carried for many, many years. Um, and I recently, yeah, faced it and cleared a lot of it with your help. And um Thank you. Because I had, I realized I had a massive fear of ascension and it kind of, that was a massive block that I couldn't overcome. Um, we promise you that every time you encounter something new at every stage of your being, you are instantaneously aligned with it and prepared for it. There is nothing that's going to transpire while you're in physical or even after that is really going to freak you out. It, it, it is just a, a conditioned reaction, if you will. 
but there there is no real freak out going on. Even the ones well, that seem like they're freaking out. <laughs> there, there is not really a freak out, however. It is an experience that you have and a reaction that you had to it that might have seemed volatile in the moment, but it didn't end that which you are. And in this case, it didn't even end your physical being. But even if it did end your physical being, that would not begin to, to scratch the surface of ending that which you are. There is right. nothing going on in the earth environment that can possibly end that which you are. And, and your eternal self understands that. But your human self does not because that allows you to have the human contrasting experience. That includes yeah. some fear and some judgment. But that fear and judgment has been so amped up in your society that you are all coming to the space now where you're looking for various tools to detune that and move <laughs> away from it. So we've only got a few more minutes. Do you have anything else for us, Stream? The, the information that we have shared about your eternal nature and the purpose of your being can be something that seems very daunting, if not confusing. We, we very much want you to understand that the reason that we continually redirect you back to your human physical experience over and over and over again is because that is our message to you. We will share some aspects of the energetic realm, but you are not here to have that full knowledge. You have that full knowledge already. You are here to operate your human physical vehicle to experience the earth environment. That is why our teachings and our guidance is always going to, to give you a little information to satisfy your, your intelligent, curious nature. But we're always going to turn you back to your, your human physical experience into understanding vibrational flow, understanding the detuning of fear and judgment, because the, the joy and expansion and clarity and even abundance of your current lifetime is all available in that. Knowing what color the beings are on other planets and knowing what the eternal nature of, of the universe is. The, the, like, the, the, the other planets' colors have nothing to do with planet Earth. <laughs> and, and you understand this. You, you have had this conversation with us before. Have I? That the beings on the other planets are, are, are not relatable to humanity. You humanize them. In your science fiction, you humanize them. Your doctored photos of supposed aliens on your planet are all the humanized version of beings from, from other places. Yet the other places are incomprehensible to you. Mm. By design, you are in a unique earth environment. You chose a unique environment to, to visit by design, on purpose, to be part of, to have full awareness of or come into full awareness of it not to have full awareness of the entire universe. You cannot possibly begin to, to scratch the surface on understanding that in your very limited human experience. So the aliens that we, we think are coming to visit us, are they just us, but, or are they? they? They are humanized versions of the energetic realm created via imagination and, and there's nothing wrong with creation via imagination is the spark of creation of all things. Mm. But the humanized versions of beings that you're seeing that are human like are all creations of earth. Yes. Are there things going on on your planet that are more than your current awareness by and large? Yes. Are, are there, there are glimpses of the energetic realm available to you? in your current state? Yes. 
Is your technology getting closer and closer and closer to, to giving you uh, an authentic connection to the energetic realm? It is moving closer toward that all the time, more so than most of you are even aware. But you already possess that ability as you have demonstrated to yourself simply by consuming a substance. Mm. So we will leave you with that. Okay. Thank you so much, Stream. With much love. That is what we have. Did you draw any artworks? What's that? Did I draw it? No. <laughs> there was no drawing done uh, during during this uh, channeling session, no. <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah, so they talked about the body and how it's a filtration system. How it can has the ability to filter out everything that is not in alignment with our highest um and then they talked about aliens <laughs> um green people with big dark eyes no they wouldn't give me a color because they said it we wouldn't comprehend it they wouldn't give you a color you asked for a color <laughs> <laughs> they probably don't want us to start discriminating based on that so they're not going to tell you that <laughs> All right, Holly, I, I'm, a little, I'm always a little dazed and confused when I come out of channeling. Uh, thank you so much for all of your wonderful questions and input. Is there anything else you want to share? Uh, no, I think that was about it. I wasn't sure if I cut them short because I, yeah. It's okay. It all works out the way it's supposed to work out. It's fine. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, David. Thank you. All right. And if you want to learn more about Holly, join Taya Bootcamp. <laughs> <laughs> And you can have Holly as a mentor and, and soon enough, a coach. Hope so. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> no, I definitely see that for you. I definitely see that for you. Thank you so much for being here, Holly. I do appreciate Thank it very much. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Hi, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you like what we shared here today, and if it inspired you to think differently, even for just a moment, I have something that you're absolutely going to love. It's a full 90-minute masterclass where I've condensed all the knowledge that I've acquired throughout the years after writing two books and helping hundreds of people change their lives. Take the action steps that I share in this masterclass. The only place that I share this is in these masterclasses aside from my Taya Bootcamp program. And if you know our teachings, you know that we're not about rainbows and fairy dust. We are about extreme ownership, claiming the power to transmute anything in your life to something positive claiming the power to create your life exactly the way that you dream of it. So everything that you're going to learn in the masterclass is something that you can take and apply in your life as soon as you're done watching. So just go to the streamofdavidmasterclass.com and register and take this 90-minute masterclass. It will transform your life. Again, that is the streamofdavidmasterclass.com. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, you are absolutely going to love this masterclass. Thank you again. I'll see you in class.